Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Put It On The Board podcast. I am uh, your co-host at White Sox City, and of course, always joining me, we have at White Sox Orbit, as always. How are you doing today? Doing great. Nice win. Hopefully, uh, we get some more against uh, the the Iowa Cubs. Yep. Um, <clears throat> obviously, it was great uh, having... Uh, Yaz back, uh, you know, uh, uh, again, the, Jason and Steve just kept talking about it. They were like, is he going to sit tomorrow? Is he going to sit tomorrow? And quite honestly, I don't know if that's the best idea, um, because he just did all that. Um, what I would recommend is that he DH today, and he only goes six or seven innings. Um, even at the DH spot, um, because, you know, I know it was a long day yesterday, but at the same time, I mean, yesterday just showed how much we need him in the lineup. I mean, when you, when you have a guy who has an eight RBI game with a single, a double, and a home run, and another home run, I mean, he's just too vital to the team. I agree with that. I mean, I mean, we won't really need much because I, I wouldn't be mad if he's not behind the plate, obviously, because back-to-back games and first game back, and I think Lynn, Lynn would be fine with either or. And, and but I do like would like him in the lineup because obviously so valuable and like I said, like you said, six seven. I don't imagine this game being as close. Yesterday, because I I think Lynn will be on. So, uh, I I say, yeah, maybe uh, for his for for his third. I mean, when he's up in like the seventh inning, and shit, Lamb, man, we good. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I I wouldn't be opposed to you know getting him out of there, um, after he's taken a few at bats, uh. You know, but talking about his game yesterday, uh, he now has a WRC plus of 145, which is 20 points higher than overrated catcher Salvador Perez. Um, And uh, so yesterday was a huge game. His first game back, he went four for six with a single, a double, and two home runs with, with eight RBIs. Eight of them. That is just insane. Um... And especially for your first game back, uh, you know, what a what a game for Grandall. Uh, you know, obviously, I mean, we were putting to bed some slander uh, before the game started. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I got a DM yesterday because I said, like, for all our hitters who played the full year, like, Yaz included. I said Yaz was our best hitter because he was when the year well, since since April. Because I don't really count like Eli's only been here a month. Same with Roberts, and uh, I got called a clown in my DMs because he popped out his first at bat. Oh, okay. I see how it goes. Yeah. Um, it's funny that, you know, the guy, he hits two home runs yesterday, and people still, uh, want to clown on him. Uh, I'm getting this clown comment about him. You know, people are saying he's overpaid. Um, it's just so stupid. Uh, you know. Underpaid. He's underpaid, yeah, I mean. Compared to JT Romuto. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if Real Muto's making that much money, Grandel should be making more than that. Uh, you know, I'd pay... This is a premium position. Like, catcher is a really, really big position in baseball. I don't think people understand that. And there are not very many elite catchers in baseball. Um, if you ask me, there's only four elite catchers in baseball. 
And I would have to say Buster Posey, Will Smith, JT Reilly Muto, and of course, Yasmani Grandal. Um, one who I think is going to be there or could be there soon is Sean Murphy. Um, he's Oakland's catcher, and I really, really like Sean Murphy. Um, but again, you know, this is a very, very valuable and premium position, and Grandal is one of few catchers that, you know, are really, really good. Like, there are more, you know, shortstops. There, there's probably like mm, seven or eight shortstops that are really, really good. But there are only so many catchers that are really, really good. Um, and I, I honestly, I would call Smith and Posey like elite, and then I would put Grandal and Real Muto like generational, probably, because. That's what they kind of are. But Grandal is one step ahead of Real Muto, as, as he should be. He's, he's the best catcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to have. Great to have Yasmani back. Uh, and, and it was still great that uh, they'll remember the day we signed them. I was such, I was so happy. Um, I remember, uh, I actually have a good story about that. So, I was in 8th grade in, in science class, um, and uh, so I come back from, from I, I, I think, lunch. Um, so, uh, I'm, you know, for some reason I just felt the urge to look up White Sox on my computer, I don't know why, it, it, I, I, I still don't know to this, like, I never looked up White Sox in the middle of a school day, like, ever on my computer, um, but I just felt the urge to look up White Sox on my computer, and then, boom, right there is report White Sox sign Yasmani Grandal to a four-year deal, so, uh, I don't, I, I was really, really happy, and my teacher is a hater, and he said that, He's a Cubs fan, so he's a hater, and he said that he had one good season before that. No, he didn't. Man had, like, 24 home runs with the Dodgers and, you know, completely, and still put up OBP numbers that still shock me to this day. Um, I mean, you can't really find a better catcher than Yasmani Grandal. So, welcome back. Yeah, Welcome back, yes. He's, uh, yeah, I was, uh, in my, uh, I was, for my, I was in my class, like, uh, I, w- I help out, uh, what's that called, uh, I help, I, help, I was helping out little kids, I was in my class, uh, senior service, and I always have to pull up my phone to check out, when, see what time it is, and uh, when I pull up my phone, I see White Sox, Inc., Grandal. I'm like, oh, so on the car ride back to school all I did of course being the Sox fan I am I blast Thunderstruck yeah that was it, it was an, it was an amazing feeling that day and uh you know uh I'm just so glad that James McCann had that second half that he did because god dang is he a bust um you know I know you know what and you know what I like James McCann but when we signed Grandal and people didn't understand things, it just made me hate him more, quite honestly. And, you know, I like James McCann. You know, he's a great story. He, you know, sucked in Detroit, and then he had the All-Star season with us. But the Sox fans really, really bother me when they were talking about McCann and saying he was better than Grandall. Um, yeah. First off, his framing and defensive ability is absolutely horrid um and you know his hitting really went down to earth and after the all-star game um you know he's not really and you know he signed that big four-year contract with the Mets that's have fun paying that off Mets that that was a terrible signing um 
Mets have their own problems, too, because the Mets uh, seems like we're good players seem to go to die unless your name's like Jacob DeGrom. He didn't really go there. They chose him. Yeah, but I mean, they'll like, every free agent they seem to sign or trade for, they go downhill. Let's see. James McCann, Francisco Lindor, um... Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz. Robinson Cano wasn't the same player um, that he was with the Mariners. Jeez, uh, we're forgetting a lot of people. Marcus Stroman isn't the same Blue Jay. Um, uh, he's always been pretty lucky, but he's incredibly lucky this year. It's almost hilarious. Um, who else is... Um, Dylan Batantis. Dylan Batantis. I don't even think he's thrown a pitch in like a million years. Um, doesn't really. Uh, who else? Uh, they've got some more. We're just forgetting. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like um, Johannes Cespedes wasn't the same. After leaving Oakland, quite honestly, even though he was really, really good. There's that like, one catch there. You talking about it. Rob? Uh, you talking about uh, Wilson Ramos? Yes, he was decent. He died. <laughs> he was pretty. He was an All Star for like three years until he went to the Mets and he died. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh. And the list goes and on. Yeah, the list really does go on and on. Uh, but anyway, let's, uh, let's recap a few things here, uh, since we haven't really been on, so after that Yes Money Grand Doll, uh, appreciation, ten minute, uh, you know, drag on, uh, let's talk about some, some things. So, Blue Jays series, uh, not ideal, quite honestly, uh, feel like we could have won three. Games were close enough to where we could win four. Uh, I mean, it just sucks losing those close games. Uh, you know, especially to a team that, you know, the Blue Jays' bullpen has been, you know, really been struggling and we really couldn't take advantage of it. So, um, I mean, there's that. Uh, some good takeaways, though. Robert is swinging a red-hot bat. Um, uh, Abreu, August Abreu, as you coin him. Uh, you know, uh, it was it was a pretty good series split, but I don't know. I, I would have liked to walk away with three. Oh yes, I feel the same way. Especially uh, we had some we had some pretty good pretty good starts from our starting pitching. Um, I would, I would have, yeah, I would have liked, uh, three, we could've easily could have won three, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. We got two, we went seven and seven in the gauntlet, which isn't bad. Yeah. And now we, now we have Carlos and Yasmani back, and Tim, because Tim missed a good some games too. I don't know, I feel like with Grandal and Rodon, we would have, maybe, maybe we win, like, a couple more games, um, I mean, again, it is what it is, though, uh, maybe even Tim, yeah, um, Tim, too, I, I mean, him in general, uh, for that Rays series and some of the Blue Jays series, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, I think we can pick up some ground here. Uh, I think the Indians won yesterday. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, you know, so obviously it sucked watching, uh, you know, all these injuries. And this team kind of struggle uh, with all of them. So, I mean, that is what that is. Yeah, no, the Indians lost to the Red Sox yesterday, 4-3. Oh, 
that's what I like to hear. Now the central lead is back to ten games. Um, but yeah, we gotta. If you're asking me, we gotta sweep this Cubs series. If we can win that game from yesterday, we should be able to win all three. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That uh, that comeback. I mean, that comeback reminded me when the Cubs were up in Milwaukee. Remember that uh, they had that big first inning, and then I guess the Brewers just uh said it's just time. It's time to rope. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of yesterday. Dallas Keuchel continues to struggle. Next, Jake Arrieta, people. Next, Jake Arrieta. I mean, it's not like this guy even has any, like, it's not like Jake Arrieta where he's like a White Sox legend. No, he's not a White Sox legend. He did something for the Astros six years ago, and he's still getting paid for it today. If he never wins that Cy Young, which, by the way, he didn't deserve to win that Cy Young. He's just a washed pitcher. He's not good. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, when uh, when you don't throw above ninety and you don't hit your spots, you're gonna you're basically bad in practice. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I'd rather have Jake Arrieta's stuff over Dallas Keuchel stuff because at least Jake Arrieta can actually throw the ball over ninety miles an hour. Mm-hmm. The fact that Dallas yeah. Keuchel just can't even. The fact that he let up six runs to pretty much a double-A baseball team is, not is. I mean, he literally let up six runs to a, a band of 30-year-olds and a band of, like, 20-year-olds. So, or young 20-year-olds, like, that aren't even, that don't even have a high ceiling. Like, none of these Cubs hitters are good. Like, maybe Patrick Wisdom, and that's it. I mean, Frank Schwindel has been pretty hot at the plate, but he didn't do anything yesterday. Patrick Wisdom, I respect Patrick Wisdom, but, I mean, this is his first year of actually doing anything significant, so, uh, I mean, if you're getting schooled by the Cubs, you don't deserve the start anymore. And quite honestly, I don't care how much we're paying this dude. If you're actually telling me that you're going to start him in a playoff game, you're, you're insane. Like, I mean, like, the Cubs' best, quote-unquote, best hitter is not even in the lineup. Wilson Contreras, I don't think, was in the lineup yesterday. Nope, he wasn't. Neither was Rafael Ortega. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, the people... If if you're still on the Cease and Keiko argument who starts the playoff game, I think it's pretty much settled. Dylan Cease. Is in your playoff rotation. Dallas Keuchel is fighting for his life on the playoff roster. And I think it's more of an argument for Renato Lopez or Dallas Keuchel. And I think yesterday, Renato Lopez, pitching five perfect innings, may have put that to bed. Hopefully. Uh, honestly, I don't care how much we're paying this dude. We're a winning ball club. If, you know... You only have to pay him for one more season after this. And if you want to just, honestly, I'd be okay with dealing him in the offseason and taking $9 million, which is half the contract. So, I mean, they're obviously not going to tender him after 2022. They'd have to be stupid in order to tender him. Um... I mean, this is this is just insane. Like, I, I wasn't... I thought Dallas Keuchel was going to be, like, a solid two or three when we signed him. And obviously that's a big contract. But it's just more insulting when you look at who we could have gotten. Like, we could have gotten Hinjin Ryu. We could have gotten... Um, we could have gotten Zach Wheeler. We could have gotten Steven Strasburg. We could have gotten Garrett Cole. Like... He literally signed for literal Zach Wheeler money, quite honestly. Like, Zach Wheeler got, I think, like $105. Uh, $105, $105 million. My bad. Um, 
$105 million in free agency. And I think he's making, like... I think it's, like, hmm, 21 a year, probably. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's actually accurate. Keichel, all you had to do was just go up $3 million. You don't get to sign Steve Shishek. Okay. You don't get to sign Edwin Encarnacion, maybe. You still get to sign him, though, because Steve Ciszek was, like, $6 million. Um, and you don't get to sign Gio Gonzalez. Rather have Edwin for one season than Gio and Steve. Um, I mean... It's just stupid, quite honestly. Like... Ronaldo Lopez has earned a spot in the rotation, and I don't care how much this guy's getting paid. He doesn't deserve to start anymore. I agree. Yeah. Um, again, if, if a team wants to get him in the offseason, please make his ass available. I can't. Like, we have a plethora of starters. We don't need him. We really don't. Um, you know... It, if he's gonna keep doing this, we won't be able to. We won't be able to last next year with a guaranteed fifth day L every time. I mean, six runs in one inning to the Cubs. I I get it. Not everything was his fault, but at the same time, it kind of was, because he doesn't strike anyone out, like anyone. It's impossible for him to do it. One strikeout yesterday, like, like, <laughs> we, we could, like, catch up and, uh, our offense could come back. If that is pretty much anyone else, if that was, like, say, decent team, like, say if it was the Royals, we probably don't come back and win that game. Yeah, um... Oh, and by the way, we do have a Royal Series coming up, which, if we don't stop them, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm tired of losing to the Royals. I'm tired of it. They're my least favorite team in baseball. Their fan base is atrocious, and their catcher is the most overrated player in MLB. I hate the Royals. So, you know what? For the amount of times that we've lost to the Royals this year, they better stop them. So, that's all I'm going to say to that. I, I'm tired of losing that crappy team. It's, I, I actually got told that they were going to be playoff contenders with Alberto Mondesi back. Alberto Mondesi? What? They, they, didn't know, they couldn't take advantage of, of our team when we were missing some of our superstars. Like, they, fell, they fell out of the picture in, uh, what was it, early May? They went on that, like, 11-game losing streak, I think. Mm-hmm. And was that the Cubs? Just kidding. They both did. Um, the Cubs actually went on, like, a 13-game losing streak. Uh, and we're going to make them go on a 15-game uh, with uh, how we're going to start pretty soon. Um, but, but again, I mean, you don't deserve to start anymore. Like, yeah. Lopez stats are, are pretty good this year. He's got like a 340 Sierra. It's down to 306 now. It's 306 now. Okay. Yeah, he's shown ability to strike people out. I mean, he's pretty lucky, but a 306 Sierra? Yes, please. I mean, considering his ERA and Sierra, you know. But a 306, I mean... Just considering where he was last year in, in 2019, I'll take it. No, I think yeah. anybody would take it. Um, I I honestly would rather have... Honestly, we have to evaluate if Ronaldo Lopez could legitimately be a part of this team's future as a rotation guy. And, you, you know, bullpen piece you know, aside, can he actually be a, a starter? 
I, I just kind of take it start uh, appearance by appearance with Ronaldo Lopez. I mean, starter, maybe, but I mean, like, I just, I think of him kind of like, he could be either a spot starter or a long reliever when things aren't going right, or in, in, uh, in worst case scenario, an injury happens where a starter can't pitch the rest of the game, put him in some spots, but I mean, like, starter, I still kind of question him. Even though he's been very good this year, I still kind of question him because, like, it's a, he's a, it's a small sample size when he's been good. I mean, it's not so small, like, that much anymore, but, again, you do bring up a good point. Um, you know, he has gotten a lot of innings, though. Uh, but, but, I mean, I'm really, really proud of Lopez, and if he turns out to be, you know, a really, really reliable arm that, hey, maybe, worst case scenario in the postseason, maybe Lucas goes down, um, or maybe Rodon or Glenn or Cease. Oh, and that's one more thing as soon as I get past this. Um, maybe one of our starters goes down in the postseason, and... Lopez can fill a void, but let me ask you this question first. Do we roll with a four-man rotation, and if so, how does that, how, from one to four, who gets to start, whatever, and then, or do we run with a three-man rotation, and what's the order again? Um, four-man rotation? I mean, like, someone on Sox Twitter, like, on these, on those Twitter spaces, they read up a good point, like, if we win game one, game two, he proposed that, like, we won game one, you go Lynn or Rodon, game one, easy. But then game two, if you go up 1-0, they said maybe you think about starting Dylan Cease for game two. Not that bad of an idea. If you lose game one, though, obviously you could go Rodon, Lynn, or Giolito. Doesn't pick one of those three, then game three, if, it, if it's one, obviously pick between one of those. Game four, here's the thing. If, it, if we're down 2-1, and you, you you go one of those three. If it, if you're up 2-1, and Cease hasn't pitched yet, you pitch down Cease. That's how I look at it. Um... One thing to look at is Lucas Giolito is incredibly red hot right now. He has been amazing. Um, I mean, his Toronto start was pretty good, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah, it was. Wait, all, all, almost all our starters. I think all of our starters have pretty good starts against Toronto. I think Giolito only let up one run. Yeah, was that the... Yeah, that's the game we lost because of the wild pitch. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Giolito's been... And then he had that amazing, just wonderful start against Tampa Bay. Um, how I look at this, I would go Carlos Rodon for the first game. Um... An interesting development, though, is Lance Lynn has more experience in the postseason. Um, and you know what? People can shame on Lance Lynn all they want. This guy, I mean, he's had some pretty quality starts against good teams this year. And I ain't, I ain't, I mean, he pretty much painted Toronto. Um, uh, who else here? Uh, he had an oh, I get. I look at that Yankees series as that was kind of a miscue of the defense, quite honestly. When he had that one game, I really feel like he only had a one like one run performance in that game. Um, I, I I feel like he pitched that Field of Dreams game uh, pretty all right. Um, but I I mean. He's he's had some good starts against teams that are pretty good. Um, 
I think he had one against Oakland, too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't... I don't think I'm wrong. Uh, he, he let up like two runs against Oakland, if I'm not wrong. I think. I have that right now. Um, he, um, he didn't pitch. He didn't pitch against Oakland. No, he didn't. Because right. he pitched that Yankees game, that game four, where he uh, got pulled early because I guess his pitch count. I, I didn't get to see that game, sadly. Oh, okay. Um, you know, he's had some good starts against good teams, though, like, you know, um, oh, the Rays. He had a really good start against the Rays. Rays and Blue Jays. Um, he's had some pretty good starts against them. Uh, so I feel like Lynn is a good starter, but again, I'd rather have Rodon go game one. Uh, and then I'd put... I need those three because you saw what G. Leo could do in the postseason too last year. Yeah. Ride the hot hand for those three. Um, Rodon, Lynn, Giolito, and then Cease. I want to see how Cease performs against a team like um, Oakland and Boston. Because I feel he's like lined, he's, he's, he's lined up to face the Red Sox. Yeah, so I want to see him. I want to see him be able to carve them up, um, because that's a that's a even if that team doesn't make the postseason, that's an offensive team in the postseason. I'd say um, only um, I guess Houston and New York. I would say is a better offensive postseason team than. Uh, who we would have to face in the postseason, and I'm not so sure that we're gonna face. Uh, just to, honestly, let let the Rays get the one seed and have to deal with the Yankees and the BS. I don't want to face the Yankees in a four game series anymore. Um, uh, actually, well, we're gonna have to face the freaking Astros. Yeah. I, just, uh, I hope the Astros get hot and take the one seed. I, I'd rather face the Rays. We'd win against the Rays. Um, we'd win a five-game series against the Rays. Uh, you know, every team in October is a good team, so we can't yeah. just really, you know, get around it. Um, yeah. Best case scenario is we get the one seed, we get to face. Uh, the Red Sox or Oakland which is pretty much a walk in the park at that point. Um, the, the Red Sox, no, I don't want to hear it. The Red Sox are not are not a good team. Um, they the, have... The, no, the, the absolute dream scenario would be uh, we get the one seed and somehow the Mariners sneak into the playoffs. That would be the Oh, that would be, team. yeah, you're right. If the Mariners sneak into the playoffs, they're done. Um, yeah. If, I, if, if we get the one seed and the Mariners sneak into the playoffs... <laughs> Automatic sweep. They're, they're gone. Um, yeah. I, I mean, e again, even if the Mariners manage to make the playoffs, as soon as they walk into the door, it they're, they're done. It's over. Yeah. Like, it'll be a fun story for their fan base. It'll be like, yay, we made the playoffs, and then, boom, they get knocked. Um, you, get, you, you walk into the Bronx for the wild card. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think... And also, you know what? One interesting development, though, if the Yankees, I really, really feel like the Yankees are either a hot or they're a cold team. So, honestly, as soon as this winning streak snaps for them, I feel like they're going to hit a road bump. Um, on, honestly, I, I still don't have faith in w what they're doing. Uh, they, they, they don't have a, a, a direction. I mean... They had a first baseman that was literally like, they were saying, this is a top five first baseman in all of MLB. And then they constantly hate on him. So, it's kind of hysterical at this point. But, yeah, 
but it seems like as of right now we're on a collision course with the Houston Astros for that in the first round. I really, really don't want to see that. Um, I don't think anybody wants to see that. But one thing good about Houston is they have no all-star pitchers. Like, Granky is not the same Granky. feel like we could get to Granky. Lance McCullers Jr. is good, but he's lucky. Um, who they got after that? He was nasty against us, though. Yeah. McCullers Jr. has been good this year, but, again, I, I just, I don't think he gets yeah. around uh, a lineup. we were without Grandal, Eloy, and, and Robert. Robert. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not really um, too, too scared of LMJ when we have you know, guys like that back. Um, I mean, the good thing is is that our we have a better. Honestly, I would ha- I would pick Lance Lynn over Lance McCullers Jr. Quite honestly, um, I I I think I think a lot of people would. Um, they're both pretty lucky pitchers, so it's kind of pick your poison. And Lance Lynn is a better quality starter, if you ask me. Thank you. So, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same as the twenty nineteen Astros. They don't have Verlander. They don't have Cole. Um, hell, they don't even have Morton um, from twenty seventeen. Uh, they don't have that one-two punch, so... Hopefully slowing down their offense a little bit. Yeah, if we if if we can get to that offense, we can win that series, no problem. Because mm-hmm. their bullpen is absolutely terrible this year. They, they've been complaining about it a lot. Um, Outside of Presley and... Whatever, engravement. Yeah, outside of Presley engravement, it's been pretty bad. Um, yeah, I remember we almost walked off engravement when he was with the Mariners. Jake Lamb was about two inches short. Walk off. That was sad. I remember that. Um. I mean, but again, um, you know, every team in the postseason is going to be big. Uh, so let's just go to last before you before you get on your on your road to the game. Um, let's uh, let's just review uh, what we think these next four games are going to look like. So we got two against the Cubs and then two against um, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, I'm going to go. Just all four. Make it easy. Yeah, I I say all four are W's. Um, all four are are W's and uh, and because let's face it, we have we won't have we won't have to deal with Keiko. <laughs> so uh, that's one plus. But I think if we don't win these next four, then something has to be examined because. One, for starters, we have Lynn, Cease, Giolito, and Rodon. That's, that's your, uh, that's who's pitching the next four. And these teams are, like, terrible. So, I, some of these games I don't think will be close. I think minimum we win by three for each one. Yeah, um, let's not forget the uh, embarrassment that was the Pittsburgh Pirates series last time. Um, I don't even want to get into it, quite honestly. That was I, so bad. Luckily, I, I missed the game that we blew. And, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, against the Pirates, luckily. Uh, when we lost. Yeah. I missed that game. That game was 
atrocious, and then we made the second game like a one-run affair for some stupid-ass reason. And we better sweep this upcoming series, because that was really embarrassing. Because I remember last year, if we won that game where they didn't walk us off in embarrassing fashion again, we would have won the Central. Um, you know what? There were so many games last year that just really pissed me off. And it was it it ended up being the difference maker, as you said. Uh, but what's so called the series that cost maker in three of his job. You could say the cup series, you could say the Oakland series. No, nope. uh, I say no. It's the Oakland. I mean, it's the Cleveland series. There you go. Yep. I think. I think we all feel the same way, guys. Game. Game three, that was like uh, that. That was the final like final call for that time, but it was it was that Cleveland series. That was a four game series, and we lost all four of them. Guys, this is the type of stuff that gets a manager fired, and when you put in Jose Ruiz to hold a one run game. And J-Ram walks it off on the first pitch on a three-run home run. Honestly, you probably should have just walked J-Ram, quite honestly. Um, would have been hindsight because, I mean, I don't think anybody else swung it better than him. Um, I, I don't understand. All, all you, needed, you just needed to win one game. I don't. I don't get it. One game facing uh, what was it? Well, we would we would have been facing. Sleep. Cle. No. Oh yeah, we would have faced. We would have faced Cleveland again. Yeah, but I, I think we win that series. With how Bieber started against the Yankees, I think we win that series. And even if we don't, Giolito had a better uh, uh, outing than Bieber did that whole year, quite honestly, mm-hmm. in the postseason. The, the thing is, though, like, we, we may have won the first series, like, either one, but I don't think, there's no way we, I don't think we beat Houston. We wouldn't face Houston if we were the second seed. Oh, wait, no. No, you're right. The third seed would have been, uh... Minnesota, and then it would have been... No, wait, no. No, this is a whole... Third seed would have been... uh No, third seed... Yeah, third seed would have been Oakland. They would have faced... They would have faced Houston in the first round. No, they would have faced Minnesota. Houston... Oh, wait, no. No, Minnesota was six, and then... No, Houston was six, and then Minnesota was five. No, Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota, was, Minnesota was four. four. Houston was six. Yankees were five. My bad. Yeah, and then uh, Minnesota <laughs> got in their yearly uh. Yankees. Yankees. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um. Uh, I mean, you're right. We probably don't make it out of Houston. Um. Keiko, their second starter. <laughs> um, uh, we need to solidify this rotation with uh, a Carlos Rodon contract extension. If you want. I agree. Um, I think uh, we've made that pretty clear. Even if we don't, please just sign Max Scherzer in the off season. I, he's he's an okay, decent starter. Like you know, nothing more than ten million dollars is okay. Like he's he's pretty decent. You know, um. He's probably gonna get you. He's pretty decent, you know. Yeah. He's he's not he's not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad at all. Not too bad. I mean, he could he could strike out a little bit more than Dallas Keuchel. Just just a little bit. I I, th- I think uh I think he's 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 pretty good. Um. I mean, uh, these uh these next couple games. They're pretty much freebies. We got to get to our seventy ninth win before this stretch is done. 
I think we can both agree. Let's get to 80. Do we face KC after Pittsburgh? Yes. It is KC? Yes. And then Oakland, I believe. Um, Just hope, just hope we can climb the ladder and maybe hopefully get the two seed. Nothing more than that. I don't want the one seed. What if the Yankees take control of the East? If the Yankees take control of the East, I wouldn't mind having the one seed. As long as, long as the Astros don't choke. I don't know, I feel like the Yankees are very, very beatable in the ALCS. More beatable than they are in the ALDS. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Because it's a seven-game series. Yeah. I feel like you can beat down the Yankees. All, all, the narratives, all those uh, people who thought Cleveland's getting back into it, they're, those people are done. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but to finish off, they were back like seven games when that series was happening. Even if they swept, they would have been seven games back. Like, that's how sad that was. Only seven games back? Come on. You're not gonna you're not gonna gain all this ground against us. There's ten you're back ten games and there's like forty left. There's not even forty left. There's like thirty five. Pretty funny. Um, hopefully, we have, hopefully we clinch the division at, at, uh, at Progressive Field. Kind of. Hopefully we have it clinched by then. But, I mean, it'd be hilarious if we clinched it on their field. Mm. I think we have two series after Cleveland. If not, we definitely have one. Uh, yeah, I think both Ohio teams we have back-to-back. Okay, so Tigers is the last game. Um, if we if we can uh, pick up three games in this stretch against Chicago Pittsburgh and then KC uh, we can clinch it before going to Cleveland um, because what is that that's like eight games left and then we'll still have a six game lead if they even if they win it. Um if you're asking me you're resting every actually wait. That'll be interesting to see. That's the Tigers that, that last series. <clears throat> probably gonna rest a lot of guys. Mm. We, have a, we have a resting manager. Remember when the uh Tigers fans thought they were... Okay, the Tigers fans' delusion really pissed me off more than the uh, Indians fans' delusion, quite honestly. Because at least the Indians actually won a central title in the last couple of years. Oh, the Tigers are back down to five games below 500. Oh my god. Guys, we're over 500. Guys, we're only 12 games back. We can make a comeback. <laughs> That's what I got told by Tigers fans. What? Your team's not good. No, they're really not. They were playing hot baseball. Well, not even hot baseball. They had that one good, like, 20-game stretch. That's great. Everybody has a good 20-game stretch in a 162-game in a season. Literally. Uh, if you... uh, only, only thing I would want from the Tigers is their manager. Maybe their second, second slash first baseman. Maybe second, second scope, and then one of their starters. But that's it. Uh, I heard Casey Mize is, you know, pretty pretty okay. Like, you know, maybe we can trade like, oh, I don't know, like a mm, twenty three prospect. Maybe like, he's pretty okay. I actually I don't think no. he's worth twenty three. Maybe like twenty eight. No. He's not that good. Maybe dump uh, nine million of Dallas Keuchel's money. Yeah, I think Dallas Keuchel for Casey Mize would be, would be good. I think that'd be a fair trade. Yeah. 
I'm I think, a happy one. I think the Tigers should uh, call the White Sox about that, for sure. Um, in all seriousness, though, Tigers fans want more of our roster than we want any of theirs, quite honestly. Um, and, you know, Cubs fans, you know, ending on this note, Cubs fans, Craig Kimbrell was brought in for one specific reason, and that is for the postseason. And if we win it all in the postseason, no one's going to care. Even if Nick Madrigal goes on to be like, oh, good job. The guy still won't have an ex-Woba over 300 ever. Um, so. And they bragged, and also, don't forget, we also got Ryan Tapera also. <laughs> yeah, you can look at that deal because we pretty much got Ryan Tapera for pretty much nothing. So, you can look at that deal as a win because he's been like the best reliever since the trade deadline, quite honestly. For like anybody, he hasn't given up a given up a run since that Cleveland series. I think it's been insane. No, he gave up that one that one run that one run where Robert just slipped and fall, fell. Yeah, that doesn't count because Robert is kind of stupid in the field sometimes. Only sometimes though, not all the time. Because he's the best. He's the second best defensive catcher and uh, defensive catcher. center fielder in the league. Catcher. Behind your guy, Lorenzo Cain, obviously. You know what? Lorenzo Cain. Harrison Bader, too? No, no Harrison Bader. He can be three. <laughs> Not Harrison Bader. We don't love Harrison Bader at all. I like it when he hits nukes off the Cubs. Um, that's fun. Uh... But yeah, let's uh, let's get this let's get this win. Um, let's secure a series win. Let's get it done. Quite honestly. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, you know, uh, lineup is gonna be out. Wait, is, is it an afternoon game? No, it's a six o'clock game. Oh, of course. Of course. I hope it's tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Luke Gilito isn't pitching the afternoon game, is he? No, it's these. I kind of knew that, but I just needed to, needed to make sure. Um, if Lucas Gilito sees daylight in the postseason, I think we should just give up the game, quite honestly. Um, I remember that postseason game last year. That was a game. That's true, but... It wasn't in, uh, it wasn't at the rate. Uh, rotation can be really, really good if Giolito decides to be 2019 Giolito, which he's looking like he's going to be. Uh, Cease is good enough. So, anyway, that's that's probably going to wrap it up. Uh, hopefully the Sox get the dub today and tomorrow. But for now... Uh, as always, thank you for listening to the, to the Put It On The Board podcast. Um, and as always, go Sox.